news keeps coming in as we're talking here. and beyond male book club as always i'm joined by jb black and a and a, and a celebrity fitness instructor you feel me jay's in the building uh one of our four horsemen is down he'll be up he'll be catching up with us a little bit later but how you guys doing um i think is this this is not the first episode of the new year is it no no Nah. Yeah, well, damn, we did one that directly after the new year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, did, we did second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, why we, that's why we had four to seven. You can't just be skipping chapters without. <laughs> Look, see, Black doesn't just want to accept that. Hey, I asked the question, and then he just you know throws the book at me. So that's why people don't ask <laughs> questions around Black because he be throwing a book at people. But uh, we out here. Uh, we're reading the. We're reading. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We're on chapter. We're gonna be reviewing chapters four to seven today. But before we jump into that, uh, we had our first uh, our first attack on the U.S. Capitol in since what 1812 uh, yeah. when it burnt down for the first time. Um, the White House and all that too, though. With the for the first time in a long time, uh, just to give you guys a little bit of capture, we had the U.S. Capitol was stormed by a bunch of Trump terrorist sympathizers. Um, this was a mostly white group, a right wing white group. Um, five people in total have died, uh, including one officer. I spoke to two of my friends in the Secret Service and I spoke to two of my friends who worked at the Capitol. About 20 officers at the, at the, at the building are being held and are being arrested and being held for questioning. And about 15 uh, people altogether were injured who were staffers. So it was a pretty hectic moment. It lasted about six hours and you just had to sit there. You just had to see it in a moment. We live streamed it on the identity booth podcast, but uh, it was pretty surreal to see. It was something we all knew was going to happen, but uh, black from a, from a military standpoint, like we spent $87 billion on defense. Like could something like this have ever happened overseas? Like, it, like what would have how did this happen as a as just from a security standpoint like i don't know anything past you know local law enforcement so to see this happen on this scale and you being a military expert like i just want to know like do you what do you, what were your thoughts when you saw this going down honestly bro i just listened to that shit that everybody would work with like they kept asking like yeah you see, see what's going on I'm like yeah i see that crazy ass shit, but it's white people but i knew about it ahead of time because whoever leading the Proud Boys said it, and then, you know, Trump, dumbass, was a, a month before, said, be there January 6th and be wild. That's what he said. And then um, Proud Boys guy, I don't even know the leader name, he was like, we're going to be there and we're going to do whatever we got to do. And I know they carry guns everywhere they go. So it's like, you knew they was going to be up to some. So it wasn't like it was a surprise. And Black Lives Matter say, they basically, but they are requesting, like, yeah, we'll be marching so and so, you know, peace protests, and they have the whole National Guard there. But, like you said, overseas, if you approach any one of those buildings on bullshit, they shoot you, they gas you. Like, they don't play that shit overseas, bro. Nowhere overseas. Like, you, you, you coming at them, they're gonna come at you with the full force of their military, whoever's around. 
They have, they be running people over with tanks, all type of crazy ass shit in other countries. That's crazy. So then, Shay, I gotta know, what was your what was your thought when you saw what was going on? Like, what did you have any visceral reaction? Just like, what was it? Yeah. So when I first saw it, I was I was not surprised, um, but. Of course, like most people, it was like, how do you let this happen? And when they started getting into the Capitol building, I was like, yeah, there's no reason why I got this far. Like, you guys. They let them in. You you let them in. And, like, there's this clip that I saw where it was maybe three or four police officers and like there was a crowd of people trying to rush the fence right um and then they were they were going back and forth they were pushing and then they started uh the terrorists started hitting the police officers like throwing punches and at this point i'm like you're throwing punches at a police officer and you don't and you don't even fear that this this police officer is going to air you out like that is white privilege at its greatest level right there because there is no way a black man is going to throw a punch at a white police officer and feel like oh this dude is not going to shoot me right now you know what i'm saying so when i was when i was watching i was like i was just like i was dumbfounded like so when people say oh well my first thought was when these when these police officers say i was scared for my life so i shot this dude 18 times in the chest i'm like that can't be true because i we've seen you guys be fearful and shoot, shoot one round or not shoot at all. Or just, you know, you guys can show that you're not, you're not this overly aggressive group of people um, when you want to be, when you choose to be. So that was, that was my thought. Like I just kept on relating it back to when black lives matter protest and when black people do anything at all. And just kind of like the aggression that we're met with right off the jump. And how like these people were not met with that same type of energy. Um, they were. It was just. It was, it's, it's two different Americas. That it was just. It was clear and blatant and very obvious that we live. That there are two different Americas and two different rules based on the color of your skin. JB, there's um, there's an there's actually a, a physician. There's a physician right now who's being arrested at our hospital because he was at the protest. And it just speaks to the type of people that were there. There were lawyers there, legislators. You know, how would how would you feel? You know, you work at a big a big company. How would you feel if someone in the upper echelons of your company was being escorted out by FBI because they were at that protest? What would have been your feelings on that? Hey man, we weeding out the bad apples. Keep showing y'all face. <laughs> I want to know what y'all look like. I want to know who y'all are. JV said he likes his races loud. So what did I you like, feel I about like it? Them, I like them loud. I like to know what my enemies stand at. Um, and, you know, we was reading an article. It was like a busload of people from Bloomington that, that went over there. So I hope they find who y'all are and, and pull y'all out. Um, while this was all going on, it's funny. My parents called me. They, they tell me what was going on. And my initial reaction was, I don't give a damn. I don't. I don't care at all. I was, <clears throat> let them, let them, <laughs> let them burn each other down. Like, I don't care. Cause you know, at the end of the day, this is something that Trump set up. He wanted, he like, like, like Shay said, they let him in. Like, go ahead. Like, Hey, keep showing y'all ass. That's how I'm looking. Like, keep showing y'all ass. Cause that's how you fix a problem. You, you see how upset they are about what's going on. And, and like, you continually make our point for us. 
Like it's yeah. not like we want them shot. We just want the same treatment. You know, if I was to if we was to rush the Capitol, don't shoot us. Would y'all do that? No. Absolutely not. And that, and that's and that's the the irony behind all of it. Um is that's, it was white supremacy versus uh uh the US system, which is like y'all both one in the same. So whoever yeah. wins, you, that's just one less person I gotta worry about. So yeah. Have it. Yeah. I, I saw a great tweet where somebody was like, "Hey, black people, this ain't our fight. Let nah. let, let them fight." <laughs> hey, let hey, them y'all fight. see the dude that was in there with that red hat on? Oh, that that brother looking for a stimulus yeah. check. So yeah, that's what. So he he posted that. He's like, I'm, "I was only there for my stimulus. Check. I ain't know what for some other people." <laughs> I, see, I see some shit going on. I'm just joining. Yeah, that's not niggas do. Like, y'all going in the building? What they got in the building? They got food. Y'all lied. There ain't no damn food right. here. <laughs> He just oh, looking around and shit. He said it's too many one, white people. One of the uh, one of the cats that worked in that was like, um, it had to be an inside thing because they knew where my office was. And when and if anybody ever been to my office, my office is one of the hardest offices to find in the building. On Road One Show, he was like, the way it's, the way it is, his name would be somewhere like on the door, but that that's not where his office would be. He said the people came straight to where all the people employees worked and knew exactly where he would be. How many, what do you think is a suitable punishment? Like the, once upon a time, pulling down a, a a a Confederate statue was a ten year sentence. You think everybody in this situation deserves ten years? You see Absolutely. what um, Shaq said, right? <coughs> he said we got a lot of people from our community that that's at their ends and they and they end up dealing drugs and it's not it's no it's it's not um it's not uh, what what's what what they call those offenses where it's where you are getting hurt or nobody nonviolent offenses. And they getting twenty five life, so I'm expecting everybody to get twenty five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I saw a post that said um, people who were uh, rioting in Ferguson, um, some people got as got as high as eight years. Um, so I feel like that's the bare minimum. If somebody that was at Ferguson protesting because some because of a death got eight years, that should be the bare minimum for the folks that stormed the Capitol. This is this is this boat. This is like. The capital is. This is a big deal. This night, it's the third most secure. It's the third most secure building in the country. So, so treason is death, right? Yeah, yeah. So they they technically terrorists. Technically, no. There's no technically. They are terrorists. Domestic terrorists by definition. And by uh, if you go by, I know Black, you you don't you don't really rock with Brandon Marshall, but I was watching him and he was like talking about when he was going through. Like when he was trying to get some bills passed for, I guess, mental health, and he had to go into the Capitol building. He was talking about how protected it is. He like that, like that's just so crazy to me. You know, he's like, I'm somebody that they actually want them, and exactly. all the things I got to go through to get in. No, he, he, he's somebody they think he think they want them. They don't no, want either, that, bro. No, like, just, <laughs> like, like they don't want. They don't want. He was trying to get passed. Like he yeah, had no, leading that. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like who he is as like. Football players are not that, you know, that famous, especially to white people. Like, they love football. They love the quarterbacks, a few receivers and shit like that. Just like basketball, if you ain't the top basketball player, if your ass is Tristan Thomas coming in there, <laughs> Trump ain't trying to see Tristan Thomas. Like, <laughs> are, you, are you famous? You can't help my numbers. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, right. Get about it. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, really ridiculous, bro. Uh, I, I mean, that's last, pretty much it. That's our perspective. How stupid this country is, because that many people really believe 
that the election was won either rigged or they just don't like the direction of the company country so much and think it affects them so white bad. people white and people they can't had, handle it they, they can't handle the question they was like um so did like one of the guys saying that they didn't that that they didn't vote they was like yeah why would i vote if i knew it was gonna be fraud I was like what that's why you lost, because y'all a lot of y'all don't match the Exactly. That's, that's how black people used to vote, you know? Yeah. Exactly, man. We figured out, like, oh, how, shit. Oh, Damn, now we got black work. people still vote, though. Like, I mean, used to, yeah, but we still have that percentage of people who are so woke, who feel like there's no point in voting because the voting, like, voting ain't going to do that. There's a lot of them that went to CF North. And I've been looking at their ass. North, man. at Bro, Gee. you know, you know, they all they're doing is trying to make sure that the five G's go everywhere, and then once they're everywhere, your vote won't matter. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's right, where the Corona bro. came from. Yeah, that's where Corona came from. <laughs> bro, hey, look, did y'all see that? Um, I can't think. It was the last place that Trump spoke at. They had a guy that get up there was like, um, hey, the, you know, Corona's a hoax. Take off your mask and hug your neighbor. Hug somebody you don't know. I was like, what? Like, I feel like people like, so, and then another thing that happened, so they, all his people been banned off of Twitter and Facebook and Man. TikTok. And I just think it's hilarious. And, he, and all type of shit. Yeah. I just, I just <laughs> thought it was hilarious that this man got removed from TikTok and he didn't even have an account. Like, right. they tried, to, they tried to kick TikTok out of the country and they were like, nah, we're going to call our big brothers and sisters and get you banned from everything. Yep. So love to see it, though, G. No lie. I love to see it. I have a question for you guys, though. But I do like, um, I like that Trump. I, I love that Trump had a Twitter, though. I'd rather him, you know, be able to keep talking his nonsense so people can either see. Because now where he going to talk his shit at? He's he going to be on NBC a lot now. He's going to be on Parler. Right. He, needs to, I, he just needs to disappear into the abyss, honestly. That's what I hope. I hope, like, after this time. Nah, that, ain't, done, that ain't Trump. You get his Trump ass out of here, G. He made me not want to watch the Rugrats. I mean, the, um, the, the Little Rascals. Gee. He's in the real or home alone. He in that shit too. He in the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince is my favorite show. When I saw him on that the other day, I was like, damn. Like, I don't even want to watch the Fresh Prince no more. G. Like, I don't think I don't think he's on the Cosby, so I'm cool. <laughs> or, or, or Martin and then living single. I have a question for you guys though. Yo, you I saw this on Twitter. Um, and I got in a little debate about it. Um, you guys know uh, you guys know Jamel Hill. You guys follow sports. Jamel Hill, she's a broadcaster. Uh, I like she's her. doing her own thing right now. She made a tweet um, saying that all of this is because a black man was uh, was our president, and I agreed with her. I'm like, I feel like we had Obama, and then Trump was kind of like a response to Obama. People was like, yeah, Oh my god, that, I want to go they, way left, yeah. and then I feel like yeah. or way right, and then that's kind of how we got to where we're at right now. Yeah. You guys agree with that? that yeah, they yeah. White people, you gotta, you, you know, white people, white people in America specifically have no culture. Their culture is surrounded around destruction and death and taking from others. They left the kingdom because they were being oppressed. They got to this new land and said, well, shit, we don't know what to do. So we're going to oppress other people because that's all we yep. learned. We go. Yep. And, and it was like, oh, damn, we don't even have we don't know how to cultivate this land. Let's go to a place where they can cultivate sand. All right. Mm-hmm. Bring their ass over here. Hey, thanks for helping us out, but we're going to oppress you too because that's all we know. Then fast forward, a group of oppressed people will only become more defiant and stronger. They set the bar of entry so fucking high. 
You got to be registered to vote. You got to be this. You got to live in this area. You got to come vote at this specific time. We did all their rat race and we beat them at their game. And for the first time in their lives, in their collective generational life, they're poor, they're unsuccessful, and they're watching black people on TV. And they have to say to themselves, why isn't that me? The only form of oppression they've ever had is not being told to, that they could oppress. And now that they are told that their greatest power is being taken away, they need to find a way of getting it back. So absolutely, this is a response of Obama. But more importantly, this is a response to not having a culture outside of destruction. Yeah. I agree with that. But uh, Absolutely. That was a story. That was a thing. Uh, you got four black men's take on a bunch of white people being upset about an election. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, what is this? The third election? The third election. Third election. Well, they take your L's. Can't take it. <laughs> Can't, Can't take, take it. it. Y'all done lost the House, the Senate, the presidential seat. Trump, <laughs> Trump's, Trump, 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 people don't know it. Trump has a special power. His power is to decay. Anything that man touches, he destroys. Before the man, before they. Before the man even fucking got any votes, he said, "If I lose, it was false. it was real. Yeah. Right. If I win, if I win, it's gonna be a by landslide. Yeah, yeah. That don't make sense. Hey, the funny thing about Georgia, right? So look, Georgia, Georgia <laughs> had to wait for they mail in they mail in ballots, even though the mail in ballots came in first. Yeah. So yeah, technically, we got the results backwards. Yeah. We'd have been new that that fucking um you know Biden that Trump was out yeah. yeah yeah and that's something they should change though I feel like if if you got the, elector- the electoral college needs first. to be deleted oh, there's no way the last seven years the popular vote hasn't dictated um who the president is going to be the electoral college was designed back in the day when people in uh fucking Mobile Alabama couldn't be reached in time for all their ballots. The fact that we're voting in person is crazy. Why can't we vote via the email? I can get my medical records off from the email. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy, but hey, we good. <laughs> we ain't we ain't nobody nobody black got shot on uh on exactly. That day. So exactly. I'm cool. We'll take but, it. But well, uh, we're gonna dive into this book. Uh we're gonna start off with chapter four. Um I really enjoyed this chapter because it kind of got into the insides and I'm going to have to reread this one again, because I feel like this is where the bulk of the message comes from. There were so many little gems, the four, the four keys to success were dropped in chapter four, but just real quick, you know, uh, Shay, since you only got two chapters with you, uh, I'll mm-hmm. let you start this one. How you, what was chapter four about to you? Um, so chapter four, uh, let's see, let me go back and look a little bit. Um, for me, because I, I read one through five this last week, so they all kind of blend together a little bit. So I'm just going to backtrack really quickly so I can, uh, so I can uh, give you guys some useful information. Um, talk overall, because I'll probably talk about some stuff that, uh, that you guys already discussed last, last uh, podcast. Um, so I really like this book. I like how he's giving both sides. Um, and I think, um, a mixture of both is, is definitely needed. Um, I think as I was, as I was listening, I have to tell myself to be careful because, um, you can, you can, you can listen to what he's saying and go way left with it and be like, you know, education really isn't needed. Just, you know, like, I feel like the key takeaway is 
get what you can from the system, from, you know, from high school, from college, maybe. Use what those you need, not what you can. Exactly. Get what you need. Yeah. Because a lot of that shit you don't need. That's why, right. that's why it's so I've yet to use Pythagorean theorem. We talked about that to. last week, bro. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so at, the, like at, the la- at the last the last meeting, we talked about how you go to school and like especially college. Yeah. In order to learn what you need, what you want to work in, you have to learn all this extra shit that you would never use just yeah. to get a degree. Which like yeah. there's no reason to learn that. That's why that's why I was saying that's why I like trade school better. Because when you go to trade school, you go to trade school for what you want to learn. What you need to learn, and that's it. You're not going to school and, to become a doctor, but you got to learn um, so shit that don't have nothing to do. Trigonometry. Yeah, like- that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but I think the thing that I learned most from college, honestly, and I think what college, what for me at least, it was learning how to think critically, learning how to problem solve. And I feel like if you have those two skills, you can do anything you want in this world, right? Like if you can if you can apply critical thinking, you can and you can problem solve. You can do any like any type of um, um, blue collar, white collar job, right? But if you want, if you want to do, if you want to, if you want to go into a trade, then yeah, go into a trade. If you want to be a plumber, plumbers make money. You don't necessarily need to go get a bachelor's degree if you want to be a plumber. But if you want to work in the business world, or if you want to work in a hospital, if you want to be like I'm, I'm working in healthcare analytics, right? So for me, I had to go and get certain levels of training, like certain technical certifications, right? Um, did I need to take anthropology one on one? Hell no. Did I need to take uh, psychology research, like probably not, but no, you definitely I did that, though. pick up school. I, I picked up skills, yeah. right? Like research, yeah, like taught me how to shit. how to read something and how to like pull information that I need and then so. apply it, right? So there, there's things, there's useful things you learn in college. Um, but to say that college is an end all be all, I agree with Rich Dad, um, where it's like you know what, like there's there there are certain things there that um, there are certain there's there's certain things that you learn that is a waste of time. There's some things that you learn that's actually useful. Um, I was actually talking to my wife um, about like um, assets and like uh, buying more assets and stuff. And um, I bought a new car recently. Um, So I was like, damn, did I spend too much on this car? Should I have put less money down so I could put this money elsewhere? And then we had a funny conversation about like how I'm very frugal and I'm I'm usually trying to make the best money um, the best like decision for myself financially in the long run. My wife is always like, you know what? Like you're good with money, but it's okay to take care of yourself sometimes. You know, like it's okay hey, to get this. You car. got an LLC for your mm-hmm. business, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Put that car. Yeah, on. I've had that for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so right. Put that car. Put that, <laughs> car on there, put that gas on it. Yeah. So, so LLC. I got a comment about that. Um, yeah, go. So look into the LLC. The LLC is technically, and this is kind of what he's talking about, it's a limited liability corporation, yeah, limited sure. partnership. So you're a partner, you're a partner to your company. So mm-hmm. let's say for instance, something happened and your your business goes bankrupt. That's look, that's your personal assets. That's why you get your LLC listed to a, a separate address, like a P.O. box or something. So it's ways around that yeah. too with the yeah, corporation. You gotta do so ways LLC. around that, or or just yeah. go S corp, go go S corp. Yeah. Uh, so go like it. Yeah. So, right? yeah, that's, so that's what I was gonna ask. So which or, which one would you, you do to a partnership corporation? Yeah. So so if you were to start when you would go uh, C corp, C corp. But I mean, Why what are C-Corp? the what are the pros and cons there? Yeah. I mean, they just. I got a corporation for my security business. That's really the only difference is that a C corp, S corp, to set it up, it costs more. You have to set up um, 
like president and all that. I don't know what an LLC because I don't. I my mom's business. We went corporation, so like I'm like her secretary or something. But she just have to put people on the books, and then eventually. Yeah. Um, I just got brought on as a board of directors for C Corp. So yeah. somebody was like, "Well, you, you got to set all that stuff yeah, up. Got to set that up." All right, and I and I like that idea of it, but like, let's talk a little bit about into the chapters and they talk about the three types of assets that you can work off of, ah, yeah. which is as which is stocks real estate and hand-me-downs basically now there's two out of three that well there's three i'm three for three on this because i've invested in stocks and uh i'm out here teaching this class with my younger brother on how to be you know financial literate in the market then we have real estate, which is I'm getting my real estate license here in the next uh, month. And Congrats. then hand-me-downs. Hey, Appreciate are you it. already here, nigga? No, I'll be there Friday. I'm about to say you show set your shit up pretty fast. Exactly the same. <laughs> 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 well, you using uh, the motherfucking little Velcro sticky side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they get no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my and then like you know from my people back home and just being able to say I have real estate across the ocean. That's, that's a blessing on itself. What are your three assets that you guys are functioning right now? If y'all had to talk about assets you have, what are they? Straight stocks right now. That's it. The straight stocks. Uh, I got some shit I'm working on. Y'all pretty much see see what what we're going to be working on within the next Because I know that we've been steady talking about how we're going to develop this. And I think like it has to be more than just this call. We have to like meet up after this call to talk about Mm -hmm. like, yo, what are we doing? You'll be here. You'll be here next week. We actually, all of us can meet up. I have yeah. I have a good one for you guys that um I I'll definitely I would not mind sharing this resource. So I'm part of an uh I'm part of a investment group. Um so I have an accountant. Um he's he he does all of my taxes um and he he's just he, he's one of the more um he's extremely intelligent when it comes to finances in general. So I I don't know exactly um exactly what his job description is, but he does all things financial, right? Um, so pretty much I have a group of, it's about 15 people. Um, we started this investment group three years ago. Um, so the guy, he has a minimum of $20,000 and a max of $100,000. And as a group, we brought together this finances. So let's say we just bring together $20,000. He guarantees um, 20% interest every year, right? And then he, uh, every six months, he gives us the option um, if we want to, reinvest our earnings or if we want to take away our earnings right so I, we came together um and we put to, we put together twenty thousand dollars and it's just sitting there and every year we get 20 percent interest we divide it between the group based on how much you invested and y'all been and, doing um, we just got that running no it's a six month minimum so if you do six months he'll give you 10 it's a it's 10 percent interest if you do a year it is 20% interest. Y'all say how long then, y'all been doing it? How long y'all been We've been doing it for three years. We've been doing it for three years. Okay. So, so technically, so technically, y'all got 32. Yeah. Technically, he's a hedge fund investor. He's a hedge fund investor. Capital interest. That's really what I want to do. Cal, like Cal, Cal Barker from um, Live a Single. No. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I want to be like the profit, basically, where I take people, take the money, the group investing mm-hmm. money. Um, I'm investing in it, but I'm also taking these different businesses and helping them actually 
be a good business. You you see so many businesses like I could fix a lot of business models. I know what's wrong with them by looking at them really quickly because I, I mean, I do it over and over and over and over again for State Farm with so many agencies and you look at it. So like what the profit does, people look at it and be like, that's so hard, but it's really not. You just have a lot of people that don't know anything about business running a great business, yeah. running a great business idea. So, and I want to, I want to stick to that because we talk a lot about businesses and how he uses businesses to mind his own business. And part of minding your own business is understanding the history of tax. Uh, it's yeah. interesting when he told the history of tax, I had to Google this cause I was like, bullshit. But the truth is, <laughs> no, it's true. It's taxes true. were really meant for the rich and they yeah. do make people poor. It's, it, they hurt the poor. The more the more you increase taxes, the, I couldn't believe it. And I was just like, yeah. but is this a amalgamation of the past? Because the top uh, 1%. That's, that's mm. why I fucking claim everything on my time. You remember 50 Cent for years. You remember why 50 Cent. What'd he say? When he was talking about like the taxes, like the tax breaks is not for or the tax increase is not for the rich and it's going to hurt the poor the most because I can move to wherever I want to. I can live in whatever state I want to live in. You can't. Yep. And another thing I th- that, um, that, uh, that, that I got from the book that was very interesting, he was like, the rich, they find ways, they go out and they research how, and they find loopholes for taxes, right? No, so well, they can, middle, middle, they can middle middle afford to buy the way. They're like, you know what? I'm going to pay it. <laughs> But the the, the, right. the rich, they're like, you know, I'm not paying that shit. What can I do to not pay that? Like, they go out and they educate themselves, you know. And if they the don't know the answers, they link up with people who know the answers. And I feel like that's that's one thing that I definitely want to do. Um, and like uh, even uh, J- Jeremiah, you mentioned like LLCs versus S corps and C corps. I don't know much about L uh, about S corps and C corps, but with my um with my LLC, I can write off a lot. Right. Well, so with any, with any one of you can write off everything. Yeah. All everything. of them you can write off. But with your LLC, make sure your address is not listed to your home address, especially yeah. when you buy your house, because yeah. then your house will be an uh, your house will be a LLC. Got you. So if okay. they sue you, yeah. they can sue your homeowner's insurance too. Got it. So okay. make sure okay. they got I'm, this. I'm not a homeowner yet, but I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to buy my first. But you about you about to get married, so now you got you got to worry about her too. So now nigga, get that shit separate. Yeah. Got to get yeah. it separate, definitely. I definitely, I, I think, will. I will look into getting the PO box. Um, I don't have one now, but that'd be definitely on my to do list for the yeah. for the year. I think something that also they speak about is the Fantastic Four, the four the four steps to increasing your wealth. You have to understand accounting. You have to understand investing, marketing, and the law. And these four things, if your understanding of at least three of them out of four, will make you will put you in a better situation. Uh, accounting, just understanding the finite details. Investing is about knowing the market and understanding dynamics and marketing is about understanding emotional hikes, what branding is and things of that nature. And then the law, obviously not the law in itself, but understanding what the law, how the law is interpreted, because just because you know the law doesn't mean you understand how it would be interpreted. So chapter four dropped a lot of that information on us. And then we moved to uh, chapter five. And the thing that stuck out to me in chapter five was the interview. One thing before you before you go um, forward. So as you read this book and as a lot of people read this book, one thing I think that he want a lot of people to recognize is when you become, quote unquote, middle class. And as I studied it a little bit more, once you get about 70K um, and it's two of y'all income start to go up like you can start to do 
a lot of these things as far yeah, as yeah. moving money. And, and, and as you read the book, a lot of people think, well, no, I can't do that. Or I can't do this. It is a minimum, like, you know, 70 K. Cause I, I think, again, yeah, I think that's a great guy. point, JB. I think that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. There has to, like, if you're, if real talk, if you're starting off at, you know, if you're 45 K person, you're not going to be able to come in and start taking $2,000 a month out of your check. You're not just, you're not going to be able to, uh, I, I was looking at into buying a, a truck because I was like, Oh, I'm big as fuck. I need to get a big car. But then I was like, but wait a minute. Why that my car is literally an asset now because I'm not paying for it. And it's getting yeah. me to point A, point B yeah. why yeah. I do it. So you'll have to learn how to do those things. But I think that is super important as I'm trying to buy my two, uh, my buy my first condo and buy my first rental property with mm-hmm. and it's in it already like learning to be a landlord like oh i can call this dude to come check out the the plumbing or i could dyi myself because i fixed my plumbing in my house like i got a house right now and i've been doing all this shit so it's one of those things there is a bar of entry and i think that's a big yeah. misconception a lot of people have like they be like okay cool i'm gonna take my 401k put it on it no you make it 45k you need to hold on to whatever you got and I think you also talked about it in the last chapter. Hang on to your goddamn day job. Yeah. Right. Hold that's on an to asset. We yeah, that's about an asset. The last one. Yeah, that's your insurance is coming from your company. Yeah. That's an asset. If yeah. and uh we talk about, I think in chapter five, he talks about how he bought his first Porsche. So he how he was selling printers, right? So let's get into that. So from his commission. From his commission. And a yeah. lot of people uh, I hate, I hate sales jobs because. I don't think the people I don't I think it's because the people who come to me aren't good salesmen. And I met this kid out here. He was trying to open up a smoothie bar and something like that. And he comes up to me, he don't got his mask on. I'm like, where's your mask, bro? And it killed his whole pitch. Like you could tell he was amped and ready to talk to me. I killed his pitch right there. And I was like, come on, bro. All right, now you got your mask on, pitch whatever you want to pitch to me. And he just couldn't do it. And he had his homegirl with him. And she was like, damn, he literally outpitched you on your own shit. And I was telling him, like, if you're trying to sell me something, you got 15 seconds to do it. And it, it ratified his ideas on it. And I was like, you know, you could be a sourpuss about it, but, you know, you don't even got no Instagram shit on here for me to come track you. So, like, when you, you got get 15 it, 15 seconds. You got 15 seconds, bro. You so don't I even just, have 15 seconds. You don't really. You don't. But, like, me being <clears> gracious because. I'm in this group now and he was a young brother. So I was trying to let him know like, bro, you don't, you as a brother, if the white man has five seconds, you got two seconds. Right. <laughs> That's what so, I'm saying. It's sub, it's subconscious already in your yeah. head whether or not I'm going to do it. So Exactly. So like, I was like, I, and like the homegirl was so hilarious. He don't but when he's out here selling these printers and these copiers to make his commission, what does that what what does that translate to you? What was that point in your life where you was out here hustling, bustling for this for this coin to do something else? What what was that thing you were hustling for, and what was that something else you were you were trying to get, JB? Yeah, that's been my whole career. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been selling shit since I was my mama tell you I've been selling shit since I was ten years old. If I needed money, I figure out how to sell it. It it could be my shit, it could be your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm selling something. But uh, when I got to enterprise, like as soon as I got to enterprise, I'm number one on sales because I know that's going to make me more promotable to make more money. And it's that's what it's always been about. Like if I can if I can create that recognition with the company that I'm working with, promotion comes with that, which includes increases my salary to a position where I can be at now. Like, we can take her check and 
do this stuff. So then, Black, what's yours? Ask the question again. I was just talking to my daughter. Black, uh, so if you, what's the what's something that you hustle to do in order to achieve, like, some minor, uh, some major, like, go, like, for example, I work my job so that I have equipment for my podcast and I can put out shows. So what would be your little hustle? Oh, that's what I did, though. Like, I um, worked some extra hours so I can buy all my landscape and stuff when I, when I was doing that. I bought a truck and all the landscaping gear. Okay. Shay, what about you? Um, mine would be it'd be my the business I'm operating right now, SoFit Athletics. Um, so my like Blue Cross Blue Shield is my uh, my main gig. I'm a business analyst there, but I personal train before work, after work, weekends. Um, so that's and I use that extra money to kind of just you know help build my other my other whatever you know it's like if i'm for my investment group money comes from there my Mm -hmm. play money comes from there um down payment for a new car comes from there so yeah this would definitely be self-fit athletics so uh, are you you put a down payment on your car yeah i put some down well i'll be telling people to not put no money down because they be trying to get motherfuckers because they try to all the money you put down basically go towards tax and stuff taxes as you get your car I, like try to put almost nothing down, and then put that shit that you was gonna put down straight to your fucking car, so that way it knocks your shit off. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on two pay days. It, one pay it every other. Yeah. Pay it every other uh, every two weeks because it amortizes. Yeah. more to your credit. Yeah. I just I just learned about that. So when I got this car two weeks ago, the uh, the person that helped me out with it was telling me that. But this is my second car. Like why? <laughs> Why am I just finding out this information right now? That's what I like, said when I found out on my third yeah. one. So but even like, with your credit cards, though, if you pay a little bit more, like or or you pay like two to three times a month, because they run your credit, I think three times yeah. a month to to make adjustment. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I think it, it might be once a week, to be honest with you, because my shit go up like every 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 time I look at my shit, it it change. But each card, rep- you got to yeah. just know when each card reports, and yeah. that's what I really got is like. And, and then you pay twice on that shit, and then your shit, your credit score just keep going up. Yeah, but yeah, we're yeah, doing I, that I, in I did, a couple I months. Your shit shoot up between yeah. ninety points. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it this time around. Uh, I'm definitely gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna make Mark. payments twice a month, halfway through in the end of the month, and. When, when he was you telling me, like, oh, man, it's good information, but I wish I knew you this five years ago. Like, why am I just yeah. hearing it now? Yeah, you cut the interest in half on the exactly. second half of the payment. Yeah. I'm going to have so to revisit this conversation when I go get my car. Because, uh, yeah. I was, cause, like, for <laughs> me, it's just like uh, the first car I got was free. I got it from the NFL. So I was like, I ain't never had nice. to buy no car. I was, but you, but you can also like, get a lease, though. Like, since, since you um only going to be using it for work, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I like doing those no crazy traveling, get a lease. Nah. So that nah, way, like, I mean, if I wanted to, but that's the thing, I don't want it to be like if I wanted to go somewhere, I gotta rent a car, like exactly. But you don't yeah. want to put miles on your car, though. like, like for the most part, keep your value in your car at a decent value because you might want to not have it. Uh, that's the that's the per- on, that's the purpose of renting a car, honestly. Um, it depends on the car you have to keep the like, value what, of your car where it's at. Yeah. And what type of car you get though? Because you get a car that's gonna be square. What type of car you get, Shay? I got a um, I got a Hyundai Santa Fe. Those are decent cars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about yeah, the, the, mile, I know the mileage. Got, I, know, 
I know they last a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. But like the like a yeah. charge, that's a stupid ass car to have. No, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I love my charge. I hate you that car. I would never get another car. You won't see me in no more cars. After this truck, I'm getting. I mean, after this car, yeah. This is my last. This my last car too. I'm gonna get Explorer in the night. You wanna know? Ford. Ford Ford is a trash bag uh, company, but like oh, the, yeah, the Bronco, the Explorer, the Explorer Bronco, is oh, no, that's a new, something that's a, else. That's bro. a whole new car, bro. The Bronco, that's a whole new car. The Bronco is a whole new car, bro. Yeah. Bro, I'm feeling the that Bronco yeah, and the Ram yeah. Charger, like, or I just might fuck around and get a Jeep, uh, Jeep the Wrangler, Ram uh, the Ram Charger oh, is eighty four. Over there, I bro, I, I saw the Ram one. Charger? Ram Charger is old school. They got one in Texas. It's got a. Fifty thousand miles on it. I was like, I buy that. Oh, it's from uh, ninety eight, and they updated everything. I buy I like that. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Ram Charger. I love the Ram. Well, Charger. I ain't never heard no shit like that. Oh, it's it's, uh, it's old school. It, it was the Broncos competition for Dodge. Okay, yeah. So no, nah, so I'm looking at it. So it'll be a decent car. You said they got a new one. They they thinking about bringing it back in 2022. But you know, Dodge don't. You know, there is no more Dodge. So, do you think Fiat is gonna make it? Uh, probably, they'll probably give it to Jeep to make. Chrysler, Chrysler going on. Fiat owns Jeep. So Fiat owns Dodge. Fiat owns Jeep. Dodge owns a bunch of shit. Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep is all under Fiat. But Fiat ain't staying here. They going back overseas because they don't sell well here. Nah, they Wait, don't. those are nice yeah, cars, though. But they, but they already own everything that sell well here. The Fiat, it depends on which Fiat you got. The cheaper Fiat is trash. It's trash. The cheaper, like if you're but not see, paying I, over forty k for your Fiat, is garbage. But I'm saying, like, you they have take their cars over there because yeah, because I, I work in enterprise, voice. bro. Like if if a car, like I judge cars by when, how they drive when they get to 40,000 miles. I got to drive so many of them. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Fiat, stay So I was them. thinking about going to even one of these uh like like enterprise because I know they ain't got a lot of rentals going on and they trying to sell off their lot. They selling off their lot and they they just like Carmax, so it's no haggle pricing, they do the same point inspection, everything like that. They are selling off. Cars like crazy right suck. Now. So it no matter what car you cars suck. But I'm getting <laughs> sure. a Ford. I'm getting a Ford Explorer. The Ford Explorer is the best SUV out there. Really? That's not, that's not luxury. You? Yes, the Ford I'm getting a, I'm, if, when they I get said, my truck, I'm getting a suburban. They said the um the the uh, uh Toyota Rav Four is doing really good right now. They said that's one of that's the best SUV and uh just based off of Dura Dura. You go I don't include price in that. I don't include when you include price in that. That's when that stuff starts to like Toyota. Okay. But because I'm getting a fucking when a you fucking come when you talk when I finally get a truck. We talking about all the specs, the way it drives. Ford, mm-hmm. the Ford Explorer got them all beat. I got so to many times. Hey, they, the they, they ain't fucking with that Tahoe or that motherfucking Infinity. I drive a Tahoe for work. I, I drive Tahoe for work, and they, I, I gotta admit, it, it's the not Tahoe's as roomy. Nice too. The Tahoe's nice, but it's not as roomy as I thought. As big as I am, I thought like it'd be a little bit more roomy. It's not as roomy. You as got I one of the new ones, then. You must got a new one. Yeah, it was a new one. Now, you need a Suburban. <laughs> That's too I damn gotta big. have captain's chairs in the second yeah, row too. Motherfuckers are beautiful, bro. <laughs> yeah, captain's chairs in the second row is nice. Is a nice feature. That's 
And that's the yeah. feature to have if you're getting a SUV that's not a suburban. I'm over here talking about, I know I'm not buying a car for another three years. It don't matter. Like, I'm just over here <laughs> dreaming about that shit. Nah, <laughs> but, I might grab a pickup this year, you know, claiming I'm on tax, so I might have it pay it off next year. Well, shoot, real talk. If if once I get the real estate license and I, I mean, the LLC, I've got, I got the family enterprise already, but I told uh, my brother, Luke, that uh, I probably break off once I try and get a land in some, in another part of Texas. And he was like, that's cool. But I put the first three houses on our family name. So we got something nice. going for the family. But then I'll nice. break off and use my comic book or my podcast LLC to buy a house or something like on that. But chapter five, he talks about a lot more about, you know, how he teaches finances because he doesn't like the lecture approach. Cash flow is a real game. And I want to play it now with you guys. Like I wanted us to. There's, I found an online version of it. I'm going to try and figure out how I can get... I'll, I'll, I'll put the board on another screen and we can all play from that screen. But... And I'll just move y'all pieces for y'all. But I think class, we should play cash flow because it, it, it teaches you how money works. How compound interest works. How the idea of growing your wealth works. And what is an asset and what is a liability. Because a lot of people don't know the difference. And he talks a little bit about that with the lady who got mad about <laughs> who got mad. She got, she got the boat and she thought she was winning and then a few terms around. But the thing that caught me about the game is how people wait for, wait for their blessings. I would call it. If they don't have the money, but they have the time, they're going to wait till they get the money. But if they have the money, but they don't have the time, they're going to wait till they have time. How important is it for you to capitalize on whatever you have? It, nothing's ever going to be perfect. I tell that to people who want to get married or people who want to buy a house. The house is never going to be perfect. You got to put something into it. So, JB, if we're talking about like a situation where you were waiting on something, was it what were you waiting on and was it time or money that was the major factor? Like what were you trying to wait for and was it time or money the thing that keeping you back? What was it? You know, it's funny so as I was reading this chapter, I was thinking about myself and like our real estate property, like what was I waiting on? Now I'm waiting on time and money um, because I know exactly what I want. Like I, I want to be able to get us a two unit or a three unit condo type of deal, townhouse type of deal that we can live in a house hack and pay the other two. Um, I know exactly what we want, but the other part of that is I'm not doing that until my next, my daughter is here because that's just too much to do. So right now I'm waiting on both. But, it's shit too much you know, to do. You heard what that book's saying, bro. Look, hey, look, JB, you don't have to answer that. Don't let black influence you. I'm don't not, let, I'm because not, black don't black don't got Gerber food money. He don't got Gerber food money and he don't got babysit time. So I don't want to hear it, black. Baby, hey, I got baby, baby new shoes, my brother. No, I, <laughs> that ain't shit. It is, it is on our it is on our uh 2021 goal sheet to, to get that done. But because you're gonna uh, pay rent regardless, right? Yeah, it's just going to happen at the, end of the, at the second half of the year because my bonus is going to come in March and it's it's going to work out the way it's supposed and, to work. And what, what, what's your rent looking like? Right now? Yeah. Like 850 Oh, man, keep your house. Keep your crib. I know. That's why I've kept it this long. <laughs> your boy's going to at least, had, your boy's gonna at least I, be a rack. I had one. Mine was, it was, rack 400 it was at least. It was ten twenty five. We lived in a, we lived in another spot. They was like, we finna raise our rent two hundred, and I was like, 
no, y'all not. So I found another spot and I yeah. moved us here. So okay, it's, so you pay, you pay you was called playing ten twenty five. You Gucci, so you can get a house. I don't want to pay ten twenty five. I want to pay. I, I'm I saying pay though, you, so look, you get a building. You know how it go, nigga. One of your tenants yeah, yeah, is gonna yeah. pay for the for the bill, for oh, the yeah. mortgage. That's that's why I'm house money in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want three to four. It's a lot of them like this. You just gotta wait for it to. I mean, I live in Bloomington, so we got a lot of extra cash. We ain't you need to bring gas to the city, bro. Well, I'll be there on the way. The taxes, the taxes out there is way more, bro. My taxes is two thousand. I got a five bedroom, four bathroom. It depends on the house you get, cause so we got two different. So Bloomington and then normal. Didn't got you get help with the GI though from that? Well, I ain't what? You, what you think the GI bill do for us? People always like their papers. We don't know. Let us know. We don't. Hey, bro. You see how offended he just got? You see how offended he just got? Like motherfucker. Because people, because people make it seem like they buying or something. But what it is is like. Tell me. They basically, they basically co-signers, right? Yeah. So they're gonna make sure that you can get the lowest rates your credit provide, right? So you got okay credit, you'll get your lowest rates for that, and then fucking. You basically you don't have to pay a down payment, and you don't have to pay. Um, well, you don't have to pay a down payment, so that's the main thing. And for closing, if you can convince the person selling the house to pay a higher percentage on on the, you know ta- whatever taxes and shit, that will include closing. So by the end of me when I went to sign closing, he had to give me a two thousand dollar check because he agreed to a higher percentage than what was needed. Nice. So nice, I nice, just nice. put that shit straight into the furniture. So. Uh... Then Shay, what would be something uh, that you are trying to do, but either money or time is holding you up? What is it? Um, I'm looking to buy uh, this year, and for me, it's time. Um, so I I got engaged and married last year. So um, I'm looking to buy either a two flat or three flat, um, which that would be ideal. Um, just looking for something to open up, um, and then looking for the right place, you know, like I want something that I can possibly put a gym in a basement so I can, uh, look at turn. it. Like I look at mine. Exactly. Right. But I, I, I want to have like a, a full hey, out. Give me, give me four months. I need you to have a garage. Yeah. Give me four months. Give me four months. I'll hook you up. Give me four months. Yeah. I'll find so, that house for you, bro. My, um, my lease <laughs> is up in this place, uh, in May. So I'm trying to find I'm trying to find a place, um, you know, a little bit before that. So if you if you'll be ready by then, I'll definitely well, take advantage shoot. of your services. Well, right? I already talked to Illinois. Well, I already talk, I'm talking to Illinois State, and they already telling me like, and I oh, you like a black school ain't do that much for Shay because you told them for months, and it, it being January. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's gonna be it's gonna be borderline. It's gonna be close. Yeah, gonna so be you close. Yeah. gonna give you, they gonna give you month to month. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a I'm on a six month right now. I did it. Oh, they myself. they let you do month to month, like after lease. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially shit, especially right now, word, bro. Especially right. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right Where's now they will do whatever. Yeah, they'll I, do whatever. I, she, I, my, I, my landlady told me straight up. She's like, I will lower your shit two hundred dollars right now if you re, if you go month to month. I was like, oh. Okay, I was gonna just ask for an extension, but shit, since you talking so freely, right? Because exactly. she said she had four tenants, and she said she can't, she she don't want to kick them out, and none of them can pay. And I was just like, so what you saying? She's like, basically, you the only one paying. And I was out here thinking like, I need to be on my rich dad, poor that shit. Like I can't pay. How about that? Because you ain't kicking them out. So, but what what else? What else was there in chapter five? 
because you like you got to pay too much, man. You got taxes is dumb to me, bro. After you own your house, you still have to pay property tax. Like, like you, like that's the dumb. They that's don't the, own this land. That's what. Do, the money but do is. you own the land? Nobody owns the land. How could you own land? Nobody. You only can be there until you die, mm-hmm. or pass it down to somebody. But like, why? Why the government gotta own it? Like, why the banks gotta own the the land? You know they make. Farm, you know man. they sell air in Chicago. What? Navy Pier. They gotta pay take tax limit because they not on the they not on nobody's land. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. They on a pier. Oh shit! It's a a couple buildings downtown like that that's paying just just tax on the air, bro, because they don't have they're not on nobody. You know, there was this big thing in uh when we was in Arkansas, we used to collect our own rainwater to filter to run field trace with, and they try to come and tax us off off of that. They tax that here though. That's that's illegal here. That's illegal here. Yeah. It's illegal now in, in Arkansas. It was a big fight about, over it. You can't catch snow and, and turn it turns into water. You can't catch rain and turn it turns into water. Well, that shit illegal because they have water to sell you. Wow. <laughs> so then what's chapter Doing six crazy. about for you guys? Oh, do we have something in chapter five? So the game, what else was in the, in chapter five? The game, and it? well, I think chapter six was when he went to Cineporg, right? Hold on. To talk to the chapter reporter. Chapter six, work to learn or work for money. Yeah, when he went to Singapore. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm interested then, in getting the game up to play for us cash flow. Uh, I'll probably oh, do that. Chapter in- five is also rich invent money. So, oh, the, uh, when he talks about idea, the parents. Yeah, go ahead. Talk on yeah. it. Yeah. So he was talking about um, the idea of like money is basically phantom. And I've been saying this for a long time. Money is basically an agreement between two people to say yes. I've been saying this since I went to college because I've been like, where is this $50,000 coming from that they paying for such and such? And my family ain't got it. They ain't got it. You know, you giving all these people student loans. We all owe money. And then once I started to figure out, like, nobody's paying this money, then I was just like, money ain't even real. It's a figment of your imagination. That's the credit portion of the credit. As you get to the credit portion, that's when shit gets unreal. Like you got the physical form, and then you be like, "All right, this can be real," but you can't really do much with it. Yeah, it's only like real to yeah. it's only real to the poor in the middle class. After yeah. you pass that point, yeah, you it's not real no more because my cash. Like once I've spent my cash, then you're technically in your head poor. But like I'm not. My buying power is so high. Like I can buy. W- Whatever I want. I really. physically changed that thought process in myself now. From now, like ever since um this I started reading this book, it's no longer about like, damn, do I have this? Do I have that? It's every 14 minutes I'm making 33 cents. That's from the stock market. And that's how I think about it now. And like on a good that's on a on an up market. And then when it the market goes down, it is to stalemate. I'm never dropping below. It's to stalemate. So if I got to sell off to get back to stalemate, so be it. But it's I wanted just... to tell you about this stock too. While you're talking about it, it's called what Genius is it? Brands. Genius Brands. Oh yeah, I got that on my dividends board. You got Genius it. Okay. Brand. Yeah, they at a dollar forty one right now, but they gonna definitely take back off. Hold on, let me put this in uh, so I, I can make a note. I started of this. paying attention to those kids stuff when I had one, and then my wife is a teacher. So mm-hmm. it's like I, I asked her about it yesterday, and I did some research on them, but they made a deal with like this cartoon network channel, all Samsung TVs. Um, and they do what's called Llama Llama, but 
You said it's Genius go. Brand. Let me see if I can Gen- pull it up. Genius Brands. They do. Uh, what is it? They do basically like the media side. Yeah, there they go. The, of all the the car, the kids stuff. Yeah, I got them. Okay, I'm making a note of this so I can put it up in the board. So then let's talk a little bit about why come they don't got no dividend yield? What's wrong with them? <laughs> that's what they, that's what you be needing that dividend yield, baby. That should be right. Because um, I'm a dividend investor. But uh, so then let's go to let's go to the next chapter where he talk about Cineport and um, he talks about how. He's now he's now in a point in his life where he's giving these lectures and he talks about how he's putting on how how he thinks the world, the big fish, little pond syndrome that a lot of people tend to have. And he talks about how he doesn't realize he's changing because his comfort levels increase and how he's so comfortable making these split harebrained decisions. And in five hours, how he took a house that was from an auction and then flipped it and sold it and how I don't know how to do all those things, but they'll take care of that. And I didn't have to worry about this because there's a law firm for that. And he talks about how you have to be okay with jumping and diving. And when he mentioned buying that house off of a foreclosure market, a lot of people uh, uh, inherently relate that to being poor. Going to a car auction to buy your car is not poor if you know what you're doing. If you go into a house and it's condemned, I'll take this shit. Because usually all it is is someone who couldn't pay. The house is fine. It's just someone couldn't pay. When you think of foreclosed, you think the doors are missing, oven's gone, like <laughs> raccoons live in the attic. Like that's what you think. And how and that's how poor people and middle class people have been trained to think. So when we talk about this, what are some avenues that we as especially as a community can take advantage of? Because this is a real life thing. Like I wouldn't have thought to go to the foreclosure courts and just stand outside and be like, Hey, I heard you trying to foreclose. What's good? That's what that's what that's what one of my uh one of my kind of real estate mentors, that was one of the first things he told me he does is he goes into the foreclosure market and he buys his houses that way. Um and he told me the whole process of everything he do is a little he's like it's a little slower. Uh, unless you flip it real quick but what i like to do is i like to get it go do some work in it and just sell it myself um and then the other thing i was thinking you kind of mentioned it like the auction market with cars that's what uh one of um one of ashley's uncles does right now like he has his own car dealership type of deal but he knows how to work on cars go buy a car somebody want to pay him ten thousand he go get it for two thousand he go work on it and give it to him and that's Damn. that's that. It's no it, and it's a no limit law in Illinois. Not like he's selling them bad cars, but in Illinois, it's the easiest place to do it because there is a no limit law. Yeah, or, no, literally, we just no, we did no that. Law. We did that. For, like that's how we sell. That's what our family also does too. We sell cars from America here. We buy them off the lot for two thousand and then sell them to people in Nigeria and Africa. Yeah. And like you pay the shipping and tax, and we'll be like, all right. Eight hundred dollar car from twenty fifteen, six thousand. <laughs> All right, cool. Here you go, shit. You know, and and then they'll say some shit like, "Oh, we'll fix it with our parts over here." Even better. And that means we all we got to do is make sure that motherfucker can drive from that place to the shipping port, and that's it. Got to turn this mug on. <laughs> <laughs> Get it to neutral, baby. So, uh, yeah. 
that was that's a really interesting. What did you think about the interview with the news lady and how she got upset when he told her? <laughs> who want to talk about that story? Black, did you get? Do you remember that story? What story, bro? When he talked to the news reporter. Like trying the book. Yeah. Nah, I don't. I don't think I catched that. And she she was uh she was mad at him because she she. Because she kept saying like I'm not a salesman, um, yeah. and you you disrespecting writing by selling, yeah. selling a selling a book and all of that. And he was just trying to get her to see like you already a boss. You, you just you don't believe right, it, right? You don't believe it. Like you're sk- you're so skilled at this that you can sell it and, and make money. Um, and it's it's not. What what was I can't think of the word she was using, but disrespectful to write. Yeah, it's, it was like he was down. She felt like she was being right. denigrated because she had all these fancy degrees and she worked for all these pub, major publications. But in reality, they weren't paying her what she thought she was valid. And it's self value was the lesson here. You mm-hmm. there is I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody's idea and be like, I believe in you so much, I'd help you, but I don't got the tenacity to do that. And that's yeah. A, yeah, and yeah, that's a compliment. Like that. Yeah, that's a compliment. People be taking this. It's, it's all like, I can't do that. I don't think it's all I was just funny because he told her, like, um, he was like, I'm not even a great writer, but you are. But I'm a, I'm a best-selling author, and you're exactly. not. Exactly. Hey, that shit hurt. That's what I was talking about earlier, that best-selling, that, and that, that best writer shit. Like, yeah, I'm the best selling, but are you the best writer? That shit hurt. That hurt me because that's when she got upset. She was like, because she yeah. did go to school. It's, the irony is she went to school for that shit and she don't got a bestseller. Yeah. And here this man is talking about, I'm <laughs> doing you better than you. Yeah, he, hey, he hey. picked up her notes. He was like, what that say right there? <laughs> <laughs> this is hey, hey, off topic though, hero. Yo. You played that Demon Soul shit? Yeah. But I mean, I ain't why trying to finish. Why is so hard, bro? All demons, so all, that's why you just stop, bro. Because they're all hard like that. They're just challenge games, bro. They're 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 literally challenge games. Demon Souls, uh, uh, any of the any of the anything made by them, they they say they say up front, you only gonna get past the first boss, and that's it. After that, you gotta be good. You gotta be good at the game, bro. I ain't, I ain't even made it halfway through this level. <laughs> you gonna learn real quick. You gonna learn real quick. Because <laughs> my I get, weapons all week, bro. Like, like you I die, you the, don't get your weapon strength back. You, 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 you gotta go everything. back to your body. You gotta you either re- reload or go back to your dead body and pick them up. And, and, and I can't buy like you, I can't even pay to play on this. Nope, they don't have none of that shit. But yeah. what's called? You can find some. Like if you have your online on, you can bring somebody in there to help you. But I don't even know how to do that. Oh shit! Uh, let me let me log. You on the five, right? Yeah. I I log on in there. Uh, but I, I put oh, that game in. No, I got the four, but I can still log on from the four. But I played oh, Demon's Soul and got to like level six, and I was like, no, I'm good. I'll play Black. I'll play Batman again. I'll play Smash Brothers. I'm good. Anything that you can win in, because that's that's the, the man. Demon's Soul. They don't that's want why I play it now. <laughs> they they because, don't want you to be good. It's so difficult. Yeah, they don't. They tell you on the back. We don't care if you got a disability or you got this game ain't for you. Then go play something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Want to change the settings to easy. Nah, none of that. None of that. Um, Ain't gonna make no difference, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no easy. Ain't no easy. Hey, and I'm looking now. I don't think it is no easy. It isn't. It's just harder and harder. 
This game is ridiculous, Shay. Don't buy this. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be mad. That's sixty dollars you ain't gonna get back. Um Man, I got the you know, I get the, every time I buy a game I go to Lux. Man. It's a it's a good game. <laughs> it's like it's good, but no, it's, it's hard. cold. But it's yeah, hard. this ain't a yeah, I I'm gonna beat it though. Okay, I, tell me because that's gonna be one trophy you got on your shit that I don't. <laughs> um, Back to it, yeah. But where yeah, is man, um? Where we at for seven? Best, the, we, yeah, we was on. Well, we just got done with the best writer versus best seller shit. Yeah. So then, uh, oh yeah, seven. I want to talk about that real quick. It's funny um, that that I haven't gotten to that point yet. But when you say that, it reminds me of like, um, with what I'm doing right now with being a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are. There are people who have no background, no experience, but they have 100,000 followers who are willing to buy a e-training document for a dollar a month. And they make it easy. Just, you know, just making $50,000 just like that. You know, just by, yeah. just by a platform where they have 100,000 followers, you know? So it just goes to show, just it doesn't really, just because you're an expert. It's a cloud in- thing, bro. That's why we tell my boys about Forex. I'm like, the more cloud you got, if you're not gonna be focused on the learning portion of that, you need to like you need to focus on the recruiting portion. Because, I saw I saw yeah. I saw that you they, followed me on, on on YouTube, Shay. So I appreciate that. But like I be telling people all the time, all I need if all I need is to get to a thousand subscribers, and then mm-hmm. if ten percent of my followers watch my videos, I'm getting paid sixty dollars per video. That's I put out bad. a video every week. I mean, I put out five videos every week. Yeah. So for me. I already know the game. It's just you got to be you just got to be okay with people coming to that level. And I yeah. think it's so important, especially black people because whenever we do shit, it becomes popular, but we don't like charging people for our shit, our just yeah. for our being in our space. Like yeah. I saw this one Instagram model, she's a she's a gorgeous girl, but she don't get nearly the follows her white counterparts get. And I told her, "You keep trying to sell your shit to black people." You're already cool. We we are cool people. You got to yeah. sell it to a bunch of people who don't think they cool. And as yeah. soon as she started wearing some floral outfits that Becky and Rebecca would like to wear, her <laughs> shit went through the roof. And I was just like, it be like that. So like, man, I'd be all here talking about politics, even though I talk from, from a black perspective. What is my tagline? I'm here to identify with you as you identify with me, man. We yeah. we all in it together. That speaks to white people, and I like that. There, We yeah. got some great allies. I love my, my white people on, on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, chapter seven digs a little bit deeper into these concepts. Uh, how did y'all feel about chapter seven, black? You said um, it goes into the politics shit, the politician. Yeah, shit, the politician shit. So, like, man, it's it's basically like I like you understand that because being so into politics, you learn that if mm-hmm. you ain't got no buying power, you ain't got no words. So it's like people, we we can say what we want, do we want, but if we can't afford to make them actually lose their job, they don't really give a fuck about what we got to say. What about you, JB? What did you pull from chapter seven? Uh, I I mean six and seven. Um, both of them kind of, kind of, kind of going into like one understanding the because he pulled the back in the four laws, I believe. In seven. yeah, he pulled them back in at seven. He says <clears throat> again, and I think is the like the for the for both of them, you know, for me, and I'm gonna get off base a little bit, but right for away. me, 
like I started thinking a lot and my wife, she's really not loving teaching a lot, but she, her biggest thing about the teaching is the schedule. So what I did, I've been kind of planting the seed a little bit about accounting because an accountant that works for themselves from January to about April, pretty busy, got the summers off like she do. And then from about October to December, same deal. But for me, it's kind of a selfish thing behind it too for both of us because we want the same things, but I don't have the time to understand accounting like that, right? So it's just like understanding how I can use all these different assets and pieces to learn how to get my money to work for me because I want to know all of it from the law side, accounting side, financial advising side. Like I want to know all of it. How can I, I want to miss nothing. So, yeah, I think that's a great point because like when I was looking at here, accounting is definitely my weakest strength right now, but I feel yeah. like it's just because I haven't played enough with it. And then I know the law pretty well because of I got a master's degree in it. And then I have investing from the stocks, financial part, and then marketing because of branding and what I do with the podcast and just understanding for more. But accounting has to be my weakest part. The linguist, even the logistics and the linguistics of it is just baffling to me a little bit. So it can be seeming intimidating, but the fact is I can do accounting math on a napkin. Like this, this isn't difficult math. It's not algebra. It's not trigonometry. I can do, I can do calculus. But it's still amazing to me when you get this APR, this PE ratio and stuff like that. People's eyes start to open up and it's like, bro, just relax. It's, 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 this is how it's much numbers. you owe. It's just this is how much you owe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> relax. I think he said that in the book, too. Like, it's yeah. not even that complex. It's just like just numbers. Just relax. Yeah. He was like, if you could do college algebra, you can be an accountant. I was like, bullshit. Yeah. You're like, no, they just talk fast. Yeah. But it's really, it's not above algebra. It it's depends kind of, on what you, what type of account you're doing, though. Bro. And that's what I was saying. Like, when you're dealing with million-dollar accounts and you have, to, you have to talk about the percent of a percent, I think that's a little bit more technical than people want to give it credit for. Like, I'm taking still, no disrespect. No, it's still math, though, at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I, you know, when I go through kind of my, my, uh, my interns with their math and their compensation, it's just a new way to look at math and how you compensate it. So it takes a lot of them. Shit, I've still be counting four or five weeks. Some of them, months, some of them are agents and still don't know how they get paid because you don't, you're not taking the time. Like you over so overwhelmed by all the numbers and everything. But like if you just sit down and look at, look through it, like it's not that complex. Uh, definitely. Chapter just, seven, just chapter seven, chapter six, I feel like are definitely rereads. And chapter seven kind of folds into itself. I say um, four through seven. Four through seven is that like don't uh, when you're reading this, uh, especially these chapters, take your time and if you can reread it again because they fold on each other and they're they talk about each other. But the lesson and he talks about it in cash flow. Don't miss the lesson. You killed the messenger, but did you get the message? Like. And I read through this the first time I didn't get the message and not even to some of you guys repeating some of the lines. I was like, damn, that's what he meant by that. Like it flew over my head. And I think it's really about the Robin Hood story was critical in the tax, understanding that story, how Robin Hood isn't a good person, but we are trained to believe he's doing the right thing. Being rich isn't Mm -hmm. being rich. Doesn't make you a bad guy being rich. Being rich just means you understand who the bad guy is. And 
And to that point, you know, and you see it a lot in our community. Even my wife was kind of this way. Like, you, uh, I think a lot of us do think the rich is the bad guy. That mm-hmm. that and and like, oh, I don't want to be rich. When Tishy met me, and she like, you know, I started explaining to her like what it means to be rich, what it looks like, how you get there. Like, I don't have to step on anybody's toes to be rich. We just have been convinced that that's what we got to do in order to get rich. Um, yeah. is be cutthroat, be ruthless, be this and be that. No, I don't. I just have to be smart. I love That's what it. I do. I love that I get to cut people open and like give them a second chance at life. That shit is amazing to me. I, I I wouldn't trade that. Like, of course, you know, getting on the damn jet and traveling across the country to pick up a heart that don't work and then coming back like, okay, empty handed. That shit sucks. But like, I love what I do. But, like, if somebody told me, like, yo, you could pay for two doctors to go to school if you gave up this job and focused 100% on what you, what we need you to focus on. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying goodbye to this shit. Yeah, it's just because it's more advantageous for me. I can make two doctors that look like me versus me. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more advantageous. And it means and, – and he, he says something in the book that I think a lot of people also oversee. It. He says, I wouldn't wish a being a business owner on anyone. Nine yeah. out of ten of them fail, and nine uh, and one out of those ten fail in five years. So in ten years, that's half of a half of a percent. And I compared that to like my ch- your chances of getting to the NFL after playing in college, one in a million. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. We, we launch even just kind of we think about it at an intern's perspective of what I do and we have we've had them ask like well, why do y'all launch so many agents per year and it's because and we got to be honest like there's a top percentage there's a middle tier and that's a lot of y'all just not gonna make it like we can teach you and show you everything that kind of come along with being a business owner but there's a discipline that goes behind that and then there's just the willingness to be able to take the things that suck and figure out how to make it better. Um, and I always tell all of them, like, success and failure are both hard. And when you fail, I guess it sucks, but you got to be able to to take that and, like, figure out the lesson behind it. Yeah, and that's what, I'll, that's what I'm going to take and, like, kind of leave this chapter seven with because I think next week we're finishing the book. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I don't know why we did it that way. I don't know why y'all chose to do it that way, especially since these chapters are a year long. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, uh, I just well Black, you could do the saw. chapter arrangement for the Obama book. How about that? Well, <laughs> shit, we got February. At least we got four weeks. Like, February is set up next month. That It, it starts and ends with a full week. So, Sunday, you know, we got the whole motherfucking month. Yeah. So, But February 1st is, is a Sunday. All right, all right, all right. I would I would say um one oh, no, thing close up before you close up though, hero, one thing yeah. I think the big one another big part that he was trying to teach about this book is being able to be humble enough and open enough to ask and, and receive information. Like he touched on his rich dad, he did it briefly. He said, My rich dad, that's why he's willing to pay this amount of money to accountants and lawyers and everything, because it keeps the tax man off his back. But a big part of that is just the whole book is him being open to learning a new lesson, lesson. from what he was previously I, taught. Black people, uh, and, I, and I can speak for black people, uh, we we have this inferiority complex 
where it's like for us to talk about business, like for us to talk about, I want a new car, but I can't afford it. A lot of black people would, would cap on that moment. Like, I got it, but you know, I don't want it. No, motherfucker, let's be real. You got a nice car. It's an asset. <laughs> you don't got the money. Just be real. Like, you don't got to sit here and stuff. Oh, yeah, I want the newest model. You go and buy a car from 2018, bro. Stop. Stop. Like, we have the ability to be vulnerable as black men talk about finance. Like, a lot of guys don't say, let me put y'all guys on game. The reason why your relationship ain't working is because you can't talk about money comfortably in front of your girl. Period. You can't just say, I don't got it. Hey, that restaurant that you like going to. It's not in the budget this month. You don't got the balls to say that to her. And it's not because you're afraid she's going to leave you. It's because you're afraid of how she might look at you. The truth is, my mentality is, I got 10K savings, 200 in the accounting. I am broke. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to Don't want to hear nothing. If we can't go to, uh, to Georgino's down the street, I don't want to hear nothing about going to no uh, Lux on Navy Pier. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you got to be comfortable <laughs> talking about your finances with your partner. And a big part of that is being comfortable as a man, acknowledging your limitations. We told you the to bar entry is 75K. You can't do this. You can't execute this strategy right now if you're not making 75K. Could you do it with 50K? That'd be you be the person to prove it to us. But I'm tell- we're telling you our bar of entry. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. So this chapter was just really about being vulnerable. You're absolutely right, JB. But unless anybody got something else they want to throw, we can close out this chapter. No, I just read a book. It's called Dare to Lead uh, by Brene Brown. I read it about bro, a year bro, ago. Bro, nobody want to hear about talk, books. You keep talking. You keep it, it talk about, 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 about that vulnerability, though. It, no, it, it, I mean, it talk about that vulnerability. It, yeah. it makes it, it makes a lot, like, a huge yeah. difference. It's um, something I'm still working on, you know, just to be like, ah, I ain't got it or or. Uh, I don't want to do it because you work so hard to be able to feel like you can. Um, but Keisha, sometimes you just got to be patient. A good, one of the supporters of our podcast, Keisha, she said uh, a few books for us to read. She says, uh, uh, Mr. Coates is writing a, uh, what's the book called? It says Between the World and Me by uh, Tanisha Coates is a good book. And she talks about uh, another book uh, by David Grant. It's called uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. And it talks about how the Oklahoma uh, massacre in, in a different in a different perspective. I want to see I want to read that one. So uh, we got a lot of suggestions coming up. And I got I that coach. I got that coach book upstairs. Oh, I was looking for it on my bookcase. But yeah, it's upstairs. Have you already read it? No, my wife read it. It's her book. OK. Uh, but yeah, we it's like uh, we got the last chapter for this. Um, hopefully, I'm moved up and everything. I don't know if I'll be able to. I'll, if I I can join you guys tomorrow, but I probably will be a little tied up. But I'll probably be on my phone, so I'll just start the mess the meeting from my phone. But I'll be on some virtual shit. But my goal is to be set up at the crib at least bare minimum with this stuff, and then it's off to that rat race, you know, <laughs> until we can get off that wheel. But other than that, what else is on our minds, fellas? We good? We good. Black is really fucking mad about <laughs> these demon souls. He mad as hell. <laughs> I'm playing right now. Actually, look, I'm playing right now. I'll get my ass whipped. <laughs> we can tell. We can tell. We can tell. I see it on your face. <laughs> it, nah, I ain't, nah I, ain't, I ain't really dying like, you know, like a normal, but. 
Man, today today was the hardest day, I'll tell you. Um, Why? That I've been through. I don't even know. I think it was just because I slept in longer than I, I normally do, and I just been feeling kind of behind all the morning, but I get over that. What about you, Shady, man? You was out there. Why yeah, I didn't get up good? this weekend. That's why I didn't get to read the book. <laughs> yeah, this weekend was my uh, two close friends, Elijah Barry. Their birthday was this weekend. So, I... oh man, I'm watching the Ravens, uh, Titans, and uh, I just I just need Lamar Jackson to get his stuff together, man. Just win this game. That's that's it. it. Just win the game. Yeah. I don't. Well, just, just win this one, G. That's all I Lamar want. Lamar Jackson is suffering from what we call uh, rookie fatigue. Uh, well, people see- forget. No, go. I was just going to say, people forget he's still younger than Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. he's not that old. Yeah, he's, he's very young. But, you know, like, with, with, with quarterbacks like him, I feel like – I mean, Mike Vick had a long career, but I don't know how long he's going to be this spectacular. So, I just want him to capitalize while he can. I, w- I want to see him – be the best version of himself. You got to learn how to sit in the yeah. pocket. The best. They got to give him some receivers, man. Yeah. Like oh, that too. You got to give him. You got to give him people that can be one-on-one coverage. I told that to someone. I told that to about Tua. I was like, Tua's not a good quarterback. Tua has good receivers. All good. four of his receivers went in the first round. Tua's yeah. not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback with great yeah. receivers. Yeah, and that's why his ass is at home watching his great receivers right now. <laughs> Justin Fields might be on his way down there. They talking about Deshaun Watson trying to get there too, trying to trade, swap them. So and Justin Fields, I just want Watson to get out of that that yeah. hellhole. Yeah, he could have easily been in Chicago, but we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> he he should have been in Chicago. You know what we should? You know what we shouldn't need to do? We need to make a LLC that's hell bent on fixing the front office of the Chicago Bears. Chicago <laughs> Bears. Man, you, I wouldn't Chicago, sleep. Fixing Chicago I, I wouldn't sports sleep in if, general. I wouldn't sleep if we could do that. Like, what, what does that look like? You got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bring you the ideas, man. Y'all just got to help me put that shit together. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all for it. I wouldn't sleep working on that idea. How do I fix Chicago sports? Bi- the business. Right, the business. Oh, That'd be hilarious. I don't know. I'm going to try and catch some of these games, but like, uh, cause we're bringing back sports on our podcast. So I, I'm trying to see when's the best time for us to start like going back to like posting every week, but I got like 27 videos on cue. So I'm ready for my, my move day. Oh, so I'm at least just in case I'm down, but yeah, I, I mean, Lamar Jacks just went one game, bro. I wore the Baltimore hat yesterday too for his ass. Just win one, man. Uh, you know how they talk about us. Exactly. You know they, just win one. And if if he can pull this one off, he's going to see Mahomes next round. And Mahomes is probably, yeah, the, the Chiefs are just a better team overall. Yeah, that's okay. Two, but I just want him to get one. Let's get out this round, Jay. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was just talking to one of my coworkers about that weight. I know he feels that weight because oh, he yeah. know how they talk about us. And I was yeah. just telling one of my coworkers, like, you get to come to work and you get to work for yourself. Maybe right. your last name a little bit because your dad mm-hmm. worked here. But I'm working for an entire community. 
Exactly. Somebody, somebody, I, you know, some white, well, some white dude trying to tell me like it's not your responsibility to represent the black community. Like, you know, that's some white people shit to say to me. That's a choice. Exactly. That's the only. That's the only choice we get to make. But if we make the the choice to not represent our community, our community still suffers for it. So it's technically exactly. not a choice. It's not yeah. a choice. I'd be like, whether whether I like it or not, I, uh, I vote Jetty, uh Nigerian, like that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm black. Period. Yeah. So. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hold it down. Even when when yeah. Daquan fucking up, I'm fucking up. That's how exactly, I exactly. Yeah. We all feel that. Y'all seen, y'all seen them, them dudes acting up at the Capitol. It was easily able to separate yourself. Like, oh yeah, exactly. They're they're right wingers. I voted right. for Obama. <laughs> like, right. nobody asked y'all that. Y'all see? Let that have been a bunch of black people. That was my cousin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they go, somebody exactly. come to me like I agree with so, what they was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Like all of a sudden, all black people agree on all issues again. Yeah. Somebody come up to me and tell me like, you know, what's going on in Ferguson? I I feel what your people are doing. My people. <laughs> My people <laughs> with everything, bro. I'm from Texas. Well, black like, issues, I agree with all that shit. I always told people up front, like, hey. I burned down 10 targets to save one black man. Easy. No, uh, yeah. no, Easy. not a decision. It's not a decision. Yeah. And when they say, to think about your honor, uh, why'd you do it? Black lives matter. I'll take my <laughs> 25 to life. Thanks. But, Peace. Yeah, I was going to find a way to lock me up anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, everybody low key uh, happy because, you know, Biden and company getting there. During the Biden, uh, Biden, Obama administration, they let out 238 non-violent offenders and protesters so like they better give our motherfucker 2000 boy. hey <laughs> tell me why they Sorry mailing that shit so they mailing me a 40 dollars check which is already pissing me off but i got the first check in my account now they mailing me the second one yeah same thing happened to uh, happen to jasmine too her first one was direct deposit but now they saying it's in the mail that's weird i don't i, I don't know why that is but that's strange oh can't fight him, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy to help. Somewhere I'm missing six. I don't know, but somewhere I'm missing six hundred dollars. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know where. Somebody told me I, don't, I, don't, I ain't getting it, which is fine. But I, I want six hundred dollars. Right. My wife got it. My daughter got it. I want my six. Right. I know. I know. I was. I knew I was gonna get it because I had. I got that that Toronto money still flowing on my shit. But yeah. once. But because I was a student this year, hey, if we get two checks next year, then I mean this year, hey, run me everything, fam. I yeah. want everything right. the student got. Give me my bread. Don't, y'all don't get to count my pockets. Y'all taking rich dad, poor dad told me I'm working five to seven months just to pay y'all. Exactly. Yeah, just to pay the tax man. Y'all don't hey, get man. to tell me how much money comes in my I'm house. I'm really serious about uh, switching over my LLC so I can start right. Because if if I do buy these, like, okay, would it be would it be mortgage fraud if you? Bought a house on your company? Nope. No. No? Okay. It probably will be, but it will see. You can you have the to call it an office. The house you live in? The house you live in? Yes. No. You, you or would you have to call call a room in your house? Maybe a room in your house is an office. Yeah, a room in your house. Yeah. I because seen, that's uh, I seen I seen a uh a non for profit pull up in a BN truck. So it's well, that's that's, that's probably yeah. I gotta I gotta <laughs> quit. I gotta start me a new dude. 
Yeah, yeah next oh, year's, next no year's tax no books. Even just dealing with the stock market, because I'm up in the stock market, but I'm definitely about to use the 600 that I bought. That's a hell of a pass, my guy. Hell that of a is pass. a hell of a pass, man. Good God. Yikes. I was out, Good man. God. Oh, man. That, that, that pick you just threw was a terrible pass because the receiver was open. So when Jeremiah was saying he need better receivers, I was like, yeah, but sometimes he just got to throw better balls. Yeah. I mean, sometimes every quarterback sometimes be, be yeah. making those, yeah, be making those throws where you be like, even Mahomes, like if you look, the, the numbers say he throws it to the other team at least twice a game. Yeah, like Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett, Favre Brett Favre was identical. Brett Favre did it all the time. Like yeah. it, it happens. Like you, in the you Super Bowl, because... in the Super Bowl in two thousand seven, he literally threw a uh, not two thousand seven, two thousand three. He literally threw. A touchdown before to the other team, Brett Dang. Favre. Yeah, that's what I mean. Brett Favre is actually, if you really look at his career, all those comeback victories are the holes that he dug his team into. Because right, he right, he dug hey. in, brought him out. Yeah. What was your boy name on the gargoyles? The lead, the lead gargoyle. The gargoyles. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't remember their names. I know the show you're referring to. I, I can't can remember the gargoyle. You don't remember the gargoyles, nigga? No, I'm saying his name wasn't Gargoyle. Boy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the character's name, I'm on Wikipedia. Um, it's like Lago or Goliath. Goliath. Yeah, there it is. There's I know it with a G. Yeah. Goliath. Yeah, it's Marshall Gargoyle. It's Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm about to create because I'm creating new dudes because my weapons are too weak to make a pass. <laughs> Black over here re- reevaluating wow. his characters. <laughs> Black out out here. Black out here reevaluating his characters because of this shit. Man, this shit is ridiculous. Hold on, wait. I had a um, barbarian. His strength was. Man, what? His strength was only 15. I have him thinking he's a strong move on him, but the Temple Knight is fucking just as high. He th- he did strength this night on what fourteen. All right, y'all fellas. I uh, yeah, go we just did the we just did the catch up, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta go do husband duties. Oh man, sound like a blessing. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you already know. You gotta, you gotta yeah, go I eat, nigga. That's it. <laughs> Cereal getting soggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're Ronnie. We're, we're, we're gonna go finish the book. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, we're gonna finish the book. I'll be with y'all next week too.